I need help. I need more faith. I need a new start. I need to work harder on my career. I need to find me. I need to get my groove back. I need a fucking drink. I need new clothes, money, babysitter, booty call. Oh, oh, oh. I need it all. This is Red, and I've got the red print. Check, check. 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 Baby Say check. check. Baby oh, you're perfect. Pop, 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 you're perfect. Okay, it's the red print. It's the red print podcast. Episode number five. And, you know, since I'm giving so many tips on life and love and baby mama drama and just how to be good to you, um, to yourself, that is, I thought, okay, the last conversation I had with Nam, Namagani, we were talking about self-love and the moment she realized that she needed to love herself more. And I'm like, people use this word, self-love. I've Googled it a million times, but... I will tell you this, there is a source that I go to. I think everybody has their 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 go-to people. And Nova Browning is a dear friend of mine, one of, I'd like to say one of my sources. And whenever I call her, she is there. And you literally say that, Nova. You're like, hi, I'm here. Hi, hi. Nova. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> hi, I'm here. <laughs> hi, I'm here. That's, that's, that's what a friend does is they show up. Right. I show up. Right. And let's talk about that. I mean, okay, first of all, for those that don't know Nova Browning, I know you because we worked in radio together. I know you from your pretty face, your beautiful personality, your bubbly self. You're very intuitive. You're one of those friends we can just like look over to the left and and we get each other. Like we'll just start laughing. Like we see through the same lens. It's telepathic at this point. It's about almost 20 years. So, yeah. And, you know, and a friend that, you know, there's times where we didn't see or talk for years but and that's what I love about you too you know there's some friends that say oh you didn't call me or this that there's like no why if if we love each other we love each other we don't have to prove it it's a, that's a good bond when you can pick right. up right where you left off and uh, I feel like someone who's like shared like values and respect uh, you, you don't have to like I don't know I mean I watch that we don't I, have to I, go I there. Don't watch that I don't have to you don't have to explain you never have to explain yourself to me okay so, no. thank you for that so that's now here. so now you're a life coach I am I'm a personal development coach. I work in mental health, um, mainly focusing on uh, mindfulness, meditation, practicing self-care, and which is a kind of a backwards way around it because I started in music and entertainment, but that's why I made all the mistakes, did the healing, (laughs) and now I tell my peers and colleagues uh, how to do the same. Okay. And uh, I have to be real with you. So saw you on the social. Yes, CTV Social. So proud of you. Thank you. Season, my third season. It's crazy. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, you have a a face for TV. Um, But before, you know, I saw you on the social, I knew that you were doing the life coaching and whatnot. And it's funny because, you know, just because your friend says they're a dentist, that doesn't mean they're a great dentist, right? right? (laughs) Let's be real. And, you know, so... I'm one of those people that I, I guess we all do it. We prejudge in a sense. And I'm like, oh boy, Nova's on the bandwagon. Not necessarily you as a person, but I'm like, okay, here's another one. Yeah. And then I spoke with you and then the way that you just broke things down, I'm like, wow, she knows what she's saying. She, she's talented. You're talented. You actually are able to dissect a situation to come with solutions, but also 
from just a few words, you're very intuitive. You're able to actually pick up what the situation is. And I think that's yeah. a talent in itself. You're yeah, able to listen well. Yeah, I'm a great listener. I'm, I'm my key is like picking up the vibes. I'm right. really great at meeting people where they are instead of trying to drag them to where I want them to be. Right. And that's only because I've had all the experience. I've, I, like, I've had lots of suffering in my life, in short. So I know how it feels to be seeking. I know what it means to like not feel like you have anybody else to call and pick up the phone and just really want someone to be there just listening to you. You know when someone's just checked out. Right. And um, yeah, I just try and like distill things, especially I try and distill overwhelming topics into a, like a very simple, digestible, applicable guidance. Well, that's so that it. Somebody could do it. Like a nut cuz it's already hard enough. You're already in your own shit, in your own head, in your own right. overwhelm. Like why take this huge abstract advice? Just try and make it simple. Right. And I noticed that about you. And I noticed that you're 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 non-judgmental. No, no I'm not qualified to judge. Yeah, I'll all. be like, "No, but I did this." I did. You'll be like, mm, "Okay." okay. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> well, okay. Well, thank you for telling me. Thank you for our site. Thank you for trusting me, Shereen. Thank you for trusting me with that. Uh, thank you for saying I my will. real name. I appreciate it. I, I really do. That's how long we've known each other. I really do. I really appreciate you putting the real name out there. Anything else you want to put out there on Miss Nova Browning, no, Rutherford? No. I've locked it all away. <laughs> and then so to give me back, she uses my married name. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about self-love. This is something that I've Googled many a time. Yes. And the times where I've hit rock bottom, I'm like, I don't love myself. Self-love, how do I do it? Just somebody freaking tell me how to do it. And I think, you know, most women have been there, whether we've actually said that or we have felt it. We all know that there's times where we've allowed someone to treat us like doo-doo brown. Doo-doo. And we've asked ourselves, why don't I love myself? How did I let this happen? So what is self-love? Well, self-love for me, the way I define right. it, is, is having a standard. Okay. It's having a, a, a non-negotiable standard for your life. So I know the feeling when I don't have it, when I've, when I've gone past my standards, broken my standards, gone past my boundaries, and that's when I'm in the car crying like how did I get here like this is not this isn't me this feels really out of sorts I don't feel like myself capital S on self I don't feel like myself and so getting back to self-love is getting back to that standard of your values your integrity your personality really getting back to like how you want to be treated and if so if you don't talk to yourself in a negative way like you know you're you're the worst in your own head I know that I am right Mm -hmm. I'm really the hardest on myself so when I'm when I'm getting some from someone outside of me is speaking worse to me than I am. Wow. Like, that's just no... No, no bueno. No. Right. I think we'd say that uh, the make it. Like, right. It's just... No. So, but that all the more importance is to have that high standard for yourself. Right? So, you have... So, you're telling yourself positive things, holding yourself to a standard, affirming all the time, mantras all the time. Like, I've got this. I can right. do this. I deserve to be here. I'm deserving the love. I'm worthy. Even, on, especially on the times you don't believe it. Right. We've just got to be saying it so that when someone comes to you talking crazy, you're this and that. You're never going to do that. You just shut blah, it blah. down. Oh, it's like someone speaking a foreign language. You can't even a process that you don't absorb it you don't take it on because it's just I don't talk to myself this way like you're talking crazy and it doesn't feel real you don't take it personally because you don't even talk to yourself that way so you don't have to question who you are because you know it ain't that 
Okay. So self-love, I get that. Now, I'm going to open up about myself. Okay. And this is something that I've battled with. And I don't know if other women have thought about this. Or maybe somebody will say me too. I think I yes. think our situations are always on hold for somebody else. Um, I love myself. When I meet a guy, I love myself. I'm that woman that is hard to get. I'm that woman that has my standards so high and I feel great about myself. Now, here comes the breaking tip or point, I should Uh say, kids. So all of a sudden, you're giving of yourself, then you're already invested. Now comes your partner coming with the crap Mm. and now, you are at a place of, of, of self-doubt and lack of self-love because you've put so much love and invest in this relationship. And now your partner, which, you know, life happens, stuff happens. It's not even to say that partner's evil. Maybe it's that they're, they're taking it for granted, whatever it is. Yeah, oh no, no blame. You know, mm-hmm. but here I've, I've found myself then accepting things I never would have accepted. For sure. So, you know, there's been times where I've cut things off and there's been times where I've actually cut things off, self-loved, and then allowed that person back in now at my new standard. And I know that I cannot allow myself to slip like that. So how do women slip? How do we slip like that? I, well, I don't want to speak for other people. I'll speak again from my own experience. Right. And that is, um, it's attachment. I broke that down, didn't I? Jeez, hold on. I need to sip on my all, coffee. All the way down. It's, I, it's, I might need a drink. Uh-huh. <laughs> and like, it's 12 o'clock somewhere. Uh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's attachment. It's putting right. the value of you outside of you. Mm-hmm. So the value is, um, it's like, I'm uh, happy and successful and worth something because I have things. I have material possessions. So I have money in the bank or a home or a man or a ch- child. Like, I'm checking the box. It's like, okay, right. this... this having this box man house money stability whatever that looks like that's your definition of success but who are you when all of that is gone and that's always the question Mm -hmm. because it's all temporary it's really understanding the difference between temporary happiness and absolute happiness if i can give it to you i can take it away if i can't give it to you i can't take it away the man will be gone the children move out the weight will come back the trend will pass then what when you're alone in the room, staring at the ceiling, like, who are you? And it's those qualities that no one can give you. Courage, tenacity, determination, creativity, patience, grace. I can't hand it to you, but you have it. So it's putting yourself in the situation again and again to nurture those qualities. Not because you're a wife or, or <clears throat> have children, but just because of you. Mm-hmm. on your own you're enough to want to nurture those things so what when we put ourselves to the list because we're nurtured by nature and i'm giving to my partner i'm giving to my friends and i'm giving 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 and i'm not filling myself up so when not if when the the crisis happens i'm turning around like well where the fuck am yeah what, what, what happened? happened right I, i've got there's nothing in the tank and I didn't even, I haven't even been checking to see that the levels were dropping. And that's the challenge. And that, uh, and that's no blame. We often learned that behavior mm-hmm. from mothers who are super self-sacrificing, from grandmothers who were super self-sacrificing. And it's generational and that what was done. But I really see that that is changing, is that 
self being self-care and self-love and self-esteem and self-respect itself self is your personality your identity your your essence your soul so protecting it respecting it caring for it is the best gift you can give to those other people it's not selfish it's self-full mm-hmm. so it's the best gift you can give them because otherwise you're i'm going to resent your need for me and someone will always need you and you will always show up because that's who you are as a woman it's just who you are so i can show up i'm going to be there anyway to my the people who matter to me so i can show up resentful empty tired and it's obligatory like i'm doing it because i've got to do it or you can wait a second so i can fill myself up and then i'm happy to be here it's the difference of tasting a meal that's made with love and one that isn't it could be the same spaghetti and meatballs but you know it when someone's like put time and love in it and that's the difference. So your child knows that hug, that kiss goodnight, that story. When you've got a little more in the tank, when you're making love, you feel the difference. If your energy and you're connected or not, but it can't come. The habit is not waiting for someone else to fill it. Right. It's nice if they do. It's a bonus, but it can't. I can't rely on that. I like what you said about checking in. I think, and I know this from having a baby. You know, women, we get comfortable in an uncomfortable situation. Like, oh, I'm breastfeeding, I'm this, I'm that. We're staying home. We're... And and you're right, sometimes it does take a crisis to shake you up and say, hey, get your ish together. Do this, do that. And I know for myself, I feel like, and I believe in God, I feel God doesn't want me to stay comfortable. I gotta keep moving with the times. I gotta keep doing things like this, like this podcast. Um, And I think for everybody, there is a purpose for us. And I think that, you know, at some point in our in our life, we're going to be forced to deal with ourselves. Oh, yeah, for sure. And even those with those great marriages, at some point, your partner will either pass, will leave, nothing. And you know, you you touched a couple of things. Um, Buddhism, as well as Muslims, there's a lot of things about self love and about protecting your soul. That it's a sin not to protect your soul. Right. It's I've, I've been practicing Buddhism right. since 2005, and that and it's it's a it's a huge. Um, it's you're doing a disservice right to others by being resentful and showing up that's making a, a cause because again like we're going but using the analogy of making the food it's, you're not showing up with your best and you might only get one chance with that person that might be your last meal with that person or your last interaction with them you don't know so the best gift you can do is really to, to give of your full self that's why you're here right and so how can we love ourselves more like i i strongly believe nature is one part um god is in nature and i know you do your nature meditation your nature walks so give us some tips like self-love how can we do it i think it's practicing self-care and again it's just understanding what that self means when you hear self-love self is the essence of who you are think of your soul when you say self, it's the, your soul. So self-respect, soul respect, soul care, soul esteem, right? It's it, That's what you're protecting. What about little things like, you know, going and having that latte and enjoying it, things that's, that feed your soul? It's not, it's, and this is it. Feed it's your not, belly. It's not, it's, not the, <laughs> right. it's not the latte or the face mask or the bubble bath that saves you. It's the acknowledgement of self saying, you know what? I, yeah, I had a great work day. I, I do want a little treat. I'm going to take my $7 coffee and take a nice walk. And I'm going to carve out 30 minutes so that the next 14 hours right. are good. I'm going to do this for myself, my soul. And then I can give with a full heart and really show up. So it's those little things. Think of like laying a foundation all the time, little bricks 
just little things. It's a little mask here, a bubble bath here. The way I like to do it is I find the best way to start a new habit is to like bookmark it against an old one. Right. So the things that you have to do all the time, you've got to wake up, you've got to go to work, you've got to eat, and you've got to sleep. So I find those are nice segues and natural reminders to okay. start those little self-care practices. So let's say you have, uh, okay, so I wake up, before I reach for the phone, I just like take take a minute, have a good stretch, or uh, maybe today I'll take an extra long shower with some like really nice bath stuff instead of a two minute like pits tits ass and get the hell out of there <laughs> like it just it's being a little Take more, time for you just it, even just a little time even just a little time it's not the extreme of like pampering and spa days that's often in response to unaddressed emotional and physical issues that's when you're dying for the vacation you do little things two three four times a day a minute here just you know turn off the car before you get in the house and just sit there for a second and just Mm -hmm. like okay process the day that happened how do you want the next little while to go like just catch your breath and just sort of let that past few hours slough off you before you go in and hug that child or make that meal like just take take a second Mm-hmm. And just, I find it's just a minute, but it makes a huge difference. So self care, yeah, self care. And it. I find, you know, uh, and we're going to get into this about trusting yourself when others are in your ear. I personally, I'm a talker. I like to get it out. I got to, I would, I'd go crazy. Yeah. I, I literally, literally talked to a stranger on the street, cried. I've been in a store, cried, and got a big discount. Okay, and met some great <laughs> friends. And it's pretty sad when some people judge you by that because you're open, but I'm gonna always be open, that's me. So that's one way I let it off. Um, Travel has always been a big part for me because I find new experiences and just, it might even be a small trip, just getting away gives you uh, a a bit of uh, a difference, Uh, it it just gives you a different perspective when you come back to your situation. Um, What about others in your ear? How can you trust yourself when people are saying, you don't do this, you don't do that? And you know, I, I got older and I started to realize okay I'm not judging anyone but I start to look at their situation wait a minute you have never been married Mm -hmm. you have no kids but then you're judging or you're trying to tell me how to live Mm -hmm. so you know how can you trust yourself when other people in your ears I feel it's creating the opportunities again and again to listen to yourself Mm-hmm. To really check check yourself all the time and really be aware as to why you're asking others for help in the first place. Mm-hmm. Is it just habit? Is it just a knee jerk? Yes. Like, oh, Ooh. Sh- shit happened. Love. Let me pick up and call my yes, mom. Yes, like, I do that. First, habit. Like, not even yes. Take, not even take <gasps> a pause. How do you to, know that? Because this was a reaction. That's like who told you that, God? Who told you that, girl? Because you're calling me. Yeah. No, but it's so but true. It's a, but we can become addicted. To that, to the drama. And, and most of the time, feeling. I know the answer, but it's oh, just like, sure. I need to get it out. It's validation. So, what helps. should we do? Journal? No, it just take a minute. Right. Just, it's mindfulness comes with noticing, it's just noticing. So I do the same thing. I've gone through my challenges and the first person I would call is my mom or my best friend. And so now I've gone to the point, it's like, yeah, but what do I, it's always the desired outcome. Okay, so what do I want her to tell me? And you said it, I already know the answer. Right. But I'm venting and I want to be validated and I just want to get it out. But you can do that. You can call like 10 people and say the same story again and again. And then you're gathering information and opinions all over the place. And you're no further along than you started and you've wasted time. And now you're expounding a lot of energy and you can become addicted to that pattern in your mind of drama. Like it's exciting. 
Mm-hmm. It's exciting being right and being validated. So the way to get over that is to one, notice it, to notice that you're reaching out for God. There's again, for that looking for attachment outside of yourself for your value. Just take a bit minute and be like, okay, what do I want out of this? What just happened? What's my role in it? Really just start asking yourself a lot of questions. Like set a timer. If it's just like, you know, I'm not calling anyone for half an hour. Let me think about this for an hour before I talk to so-and-so. And maybe you don't even need to call them. Like mm-hmm. just give yourself the credit that you know what to do. That's the main Being thing. Being mindful. I like that. It always starts with noticing. The mindfulness. It's mindfulness yeah. starts with noticing. It's your thought, noticing your thoughts and feelings, noticing your body sensation, and noticing your physical environment. So, okay, noticing my thoughts and feelings. If, if I'm already having a difficult day and I'm stressed about something else, and then someone calls me and then sends it, I feel like I'm being sent into overdrive. Is it this conversation or did this conversation hit a climax because of all the things that led up to it, right? Right. So I might be putting more on poor putting more weight on, you know, this man out pissed me off, but no, I was upset about work and I got traffic and I'm cramps. And, I got and it compiles. Sometimes it's, it's like that, for right? Sure. I to- but right. So, but then I'm coming to, but then I pick up the phone call, my mom or confidant with like level 10 emergency stress. And it's not like, it's really not. Mm. So if I just take a moment and just, it's called self distancing. I just take a step back, look at it, look at myself. Like I'm a fly on the wall and just see the whole day, put it the whole picture in to context like is it really that deep is it really that bad do it is this emergency right now mm-hmm. and so let me think about it and parse it out and i will give myself a little time before i like reach for other opinions that's a because good idea. I've got to, i'm gonna ask myself first one thing that i have learned uh is sleep helps Woo, girl yeah. go to sleep think about it talk about it the next day and it's it's not as severe it's not as bad. It may have been a level 10 today because a million things happen and I know the struggle. You're trying to get your kids to school. You get there to teach her telling you some foolishness. Well, uh, lunch was two minutes ago. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, okay. You dodge that. You're like, okay, I'm sorry, blah, 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 blah. You get to work. Uh, Red, can we have a meeting? Uh, okay. Then you get a phone call. You know what I mean? Somebody with some foolishness. Then something else. And you're like, okay, this is like four things. At this point, not to mention, you're PMSing. So you're hot, sweaty, and funky. And you're not feeling good, okay? And you got cramps. And you're getting these calls. Your hair doesn't even feel right. Because nothing feels right with PMS. You're wearing the wrong underwear. You're wearing the wrong panty because you feel like you're being yeah picked on. you feel like I, you're being feel, choked by your panty I feel, like being, <laughs> I feel like i'm being picked on and this is this is the opportunity this is what i call to respond versus react right so take a beat take a beat take a breath and choose a better response than just like reacting to and it. go to reacting sleep to go to sleep yeah. go to take sleep your ass to bed <laughs> take a minute like so, to try like jot down some solutions right like, okay how, like how am i going to fix this and not only like what's wrong and looking backwards like oh he did this and he did that. that that doesn't matter you can you can't control what anybody else does only how you respond to it right that's it Right. And speaking of the choked up thong, um, one thing that I did learn as well, you know, going through foolishness and just getting older and being more mindful. I, when I went through a breakup one time, I went through everything in my closet and I love to purge, but I also now did it with a new intention. I figured out that everything that I have, that anything I'm going to keep has to serve me. 
what is that about Nove? Like that happened to me and it was different. Like I've done the purging. I felt great about it, but this is like a level up. Like what I have, I have to feel great in. It has to fit me. I, you know, like when you get to work and it's that bra that has a tag itching you or the wires too much. No, I'm throwing it out. I'm giving it away. I'm doing what I got to do. It's like everything I have has to have a place in my life. What is that? I feel that as we get older, you realize that your time and energy are finite. Mm -hmm. Like there's a limit to it. It just is not endless. So I'm not wasting time digging through a closet full of clothes I don't want or going through like a toiletry bag that is like half of them are empty. So I have people do this exercise. When it comes to purging, it's great you do that. This empty, expired, and garbage. Look at the places where you spend the most time. And when they start getting chaotic and hectic and just overcrowded and cluttered, it's a reflection of your headspace. I know that like- My car. Your your car, anywhere you spend time, your car, your desk, your purse, toiletries so do this exercise empty expired and garbage first go through everything that's empty those half used bottles there's just a little toothpaste throw the thing out throw it's it taking, out okay. physically taking up space what's expired um the 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 medicine the the food the things that are just on their way out and what's garbage what is literally just the garbage the stained clothes things you've never right. worn things that are dated toss it and then so look in your physical environment for those things and then start looking in the intangible go through the emails Go through the phone. Those relationships that are empty, expired, or just garbage, just delete them. Out of sight, out of mind. Clean then your house. Clean house and Ooh. do it regularly. And so then that way now I'm open to receive. I've, I've got, I, you can pray all day and put all the things like, I want this and I want that, but are you open to receive it? I want this man, he's got to look like la 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 la. But if he knocks on the door, are you, are you what it is you're asking for? Instead of making a list of all the things that you want, make a list of all the things you bring to the table, all the Mm -hmm. things you offer, all the things that come with you. And now the goal is to align that. But to start that, you got to get rid of all the shit. So doing it physically is a great catalyst to start doing it mentally, emotionally, in the the relationships. Because after time, like seasons come and seasons go and not all friendships are meant for every season. They're just, they're just not your, your club girlfriends may not be your new mom friends and your new mom friends may not be your work colleagues. And it's no shame. And that's okay. And that's totally okay. Like different people come for a reason, season or lifetime. Right. And that's just what that is. But don't be afraid to toss things out, to hit delete, to streamline things. It's fine. You don't, you can't take everyone with you where you're going. I like to say it's a big ocean and a small boat. So (laughs) back light. I've learned that too. I've, yeah, I've learned that the it's, hard it's, way. It's okay. You're not a bitch for like, you don't have to yeah. cut people off or be rude. I, I like to think of like, I'm eliminating the opportunity for disappointment. Woo! Oh my goodness. That's, Say it again. Eliminate the opportunities for disappointment. I got to write that down because that's, that's what, what I was going to get into with you. I realized that, you know, before I'd bring everybody on my journey, I would tell my friends, and I mean, I have great friends, don't get me wrong, but when I say friends, I'm using it loosely, um, just for just the record. Enjoy, but, <laughs> but know that you are. Just know that you are. I can say friend, but that doesn't mean like a sweep of everyone. I have lots of friends. There's a lot of people that know me, right? But who see me and think they know, but they don't, they don't know. They don't know you. They yeah. don't know me. And so, so know that. Right. Not everyone that's friendly is your friend. Right. So, you know, on the journey, this is the thing too, is that, you know, um, I've brought, you know, I've brought people on my journey and I got disappointed. I've 
you know, uh, told friends or, you know, I'm that kind of person that let's say you're just, uh, like an acquaintance friend and, and you, you know, you're like, can I come out? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm going through something. I'll pull you in the bathroom and be like, I can't believe this is happening right now. That's just me being open, but it has stung me in my ass. And I realized looking back, it just came to me a few weeks ago and I said, Wow, you kind of did that to yourself. Not because you're open, but because you're bringing everybody on your journey. And this summer, I found some peace in just being alone or going out with different friends and not having to invite other friends and just keeping things separate. And it, and I really felt empowered by it. Because it's your choice. You know, yes. you're, you're, again, it's the, it, I'm telling you, it comes to that noticing. It's, yeah. just, it's just noticing. Would you bring every girl you meet in the bathroom at a party into your house? Would they all sit no. and eat at your dinner table? Of course not. Of course not. So why are they in the like inner sanctum of your emotions? Yeah. I get there's like venting. I get there's having a connection. I get they're sharing a moment. Absolutely. But again, it's not the person you're telling because we can rationalize like, oh, I'm telling her because I just need to get it out and such and stuff. But what are, what am I doing it for? Because I want to be validated. I need someone to tell me what I already know. Why is me not knowing it enough? Right. Like if I know it, then I know it. So if I know it, let me be alone with that thought. Let me write that thought down. Let me take action to affirm that thought that I'm valuable and this and that, or so-and-so treated me wrong, and then act from there. I like that. So in a nutshell, it's setting boundaries. Yeah, essentially. And and remember what it is you're protecting. Mm-hmm. What are you putting a boundary around? So you can bite your tongue. Not everybody has to know everything and you're not keeping a secret or keeping it inside. Just, I would say resu- the people you get Oh, you nailed from, it right there. What's that? I think that's part of my guilt. I would feel like I'm keeping it inside or I feel, sometimes I would feel guilty for that. Okay, so, okay. Isn't now, that crazy? We're going to get into it, guys. What's the guilt about? <laughs> the guilt. Why is guilt the emotion? That I'm not being transparent. To who? Exactly. For what? Exactly. And what do you need to do that for? Exactly. To a perfect stranger. I don't know. So that they can think what about you? Exactly. Right. So I and think those are the those are the questions. These are those the things, are the questions. Right. It's like when you can self distance and be like, okay, what am I doing this for? And what do I want them to know about me? And I'm gonna walk out of this bathroom and this girl knows in my business and she's gonna do what? And who the hell are and they? And I'm gonna do what? Like, will I feel better after this? Exactly. It's always keep in mind always the desired outcome. What do I want? Mm-hmm. What do I want? I've asked you 10,000 times. Like, okay, so what do you want? Yeah. And, I and don't it's give sometimes a shit. it's just like, I don't know. I, you don't, I don't care. Know. So start with that question. Okay, so what do you want? Well, I want him to such and such. Okay, not what that person would do. What do, you, what do you want? Keep asking yourself again and again. I think a lot of things, too, are learned behaviors from childhood. Absolutely. Uh, when you said that, or even like questioning or or even telling a friend it the validation it also comes from i know growing up i would always be told children should be seen and not heard and it was like your voice meant nothing you know my mom wasn't like that but the elders were and they you know they helped raise me and um I think that that's part of it. You know, they made you question as a child. Like, I'd be like, like I don't trust that guy at the door. And they wouldn't hear you. And then later on, the guy at the door stole the plant pot. And you're like, I knew it. So little things like that, I think from a young age, maybe if they had just validated, like, you know what? You were right about the guy at the plant door. Wow. Like, and that's the difference with raising our kids now. Because if, you know, first of all, Shiloh said that to me right now. I'd be like, wow, Shiloh. (laughs) 
<laughs> but, you know, with Keyshawn, I, you know, I give him his props, you know, and I think we didn't get our props when we were little. And that's what I heard you say yeah. is that validation. That validation. So that's yeah. what I'm looking for. I'm, I want to be, that's, this is what everyone wants. I want to be seen. I don't want to be heard. I want to feel like I matter. Mm-hmm. Like, do I matter to you, stranger? Do I matter to you, partner? Do I, like, do I matter? So let me just shout it and yell it so someone can say, yes, I understand. I've been there too. And that feeling in your brain is what you're after. Your brain doesn't know where it's coming from. It's that feeling of validation. That's what we're constantly seeking. You got to give it to yourself. And how do you give it to your girls? I mean, you're raising twins. So uh, party people, Nova's got twins. She's got two girls. Sexy. (laughs) They're so cute. They are the cutest (laughs) ever. Shout them out. Shout Shout out out to Leigh and Solara. They're G97 huge fans. (laughs) Because they're probably going to listen to this podcast too. (laughs) They they make requests every day. (laughs) (laughs) And they do a little dance. But how do you protect your soul and protect now these two little souls? What it is I've learned to do is is two things. And I'm so fortunate to have little girls. And one, I'm speaking life into them for the things I needed at the time. Right. Mm. So the thing is, like, how do you be what you didn't see? Like, how do you know what you weren't told? So I'm telling them all the time, like, so let's say uh, someone's crying and having a little moment. I guess it's okay to cry if it hurts. Mm -hmm. I needed someone to say that to me. Someone says asking for help before they've even tried. I know you've got this. Do your best. Show me what it is you can do. Try just positive reinforcement, validation. I never say there's no need to cry or it's not a big deal. It is a big deal. You're obviously emotional. Tell me what's happening. So I try and like speak life into them that way. And then I'm always mindful. I'm not speaking to a five-year-old. Now I'm putting a voice into their mind for a 25-year-old. Because again, in those moments alone, when she's questioning herself, it's my voice she's going to hear. So I want her to hear encouragement, belief, validation. Mm. That That's what she leans into because that's what she was taught. I've got to teach her what it is I know I needed and what I yeah. know she'll need. Because it starts, it starts from now. Yes. I'm shaping her mind. Yeah, I'm shaping absolutely. her mind. So everything I and it's vibrations. Everything I say to her, how I say it, when I say it, is how she judges her own self worth. Even when I'm upset, child's world is so small. So me having a bad day, she thinks it's her. It's the whole world. I could be mad about Donald Trump, and she's gonna think I'm upset about her. They don't. They don't have context. They don't know. So I've got to tell them like I'm upset about that, or I'm cranky about this, or how? Do, what, what does it look like when you get cranky? or we just were able to talk about it. I try and keep it age appropriate. And again, meeting her where she is and not and dismissing her, her. and yeah. not dismissing like, oh, you don't understand. You're just a kid. No, you do understand because you're a person. So let me just bring it down to the level that you're at right now in, in a language and understanding that, you know, you don't, you don't know context, but you know, feelings. Okay. So, you know, cranky, you know, greedy, you know, tired. You, let me explain it that way in a way you understand instead of me dismissing it because then she'll grow up feeling dismissed and then mm. doing all these kinds of things to get attention and that's not no, what I want. No, And one thing I do like about what you do, well, many things, but I like this one in particular, you know, I, I, I remember being on the phone with you many times and they're trying to get your attention. You're like, okay, you gave them like mommy's on the phone for five minutes and then when the five minutes is up, you're like, I'm going to go deal with them now. And I think that's so important because I think you know back in the day a lot of us weren't heard for sure you know so i think just giving them that undivided attention and also 
allowing them to say to, to give you space and then you delivering and promising right and on your promise it's a you know sm- it's a small thing like right it's a, it's that we can all do now it's just like oh i'm on the phone i'll talk to you in five minutes okay i'm gonna go deal with the girls it's a it seems insignificant now but what mm-hmm. it is is look i have time for myself but you're also a priority but i'm a priority too so you need to give me a moment and then i'll be with you and so that they can like have that boundary and respect because just talking past them talking over them it's it's not the phone conversation it's the message in their head that says i'm not being heard like matilda and that just says i'm not feeling important <laughs> i think like i get it it's not no one people right. people do the best that they know how right, right. and so let then that's a thing for a lot of us it's like we saw you know mom or grandma on the phone cycling through all the girlfriends telling all the drama and all the business or talking about it all night in person and so it makes sense to do that like mm-hmm. okay you that's gonna change it well change it's just it like up. all right well that's how you deal with problems and it's one way for some problems but not every way for every problem you can't attack every problem like with a hammer like some things are going to need a scalpel so some things you got to just be a little more careful and mindful about and like matilda i brought up matilda matilda because i put it on shiloh loves it yeah and then i was like because i was looking for all these old movies on netflix and then i realized it was a common thread i don't know if you've noticed this what in the 90s it was all about the single the single struggling mom that didn't have time for the kids and like the i hate to say it but the neglectful parents single mom and the Mm. parents uh matilda her parents were so neglectful it was almost like put it this way watching these 90s movies like it would not fly it's it's almost it's almost abusive like the things that i watch well divorce was very prevalent like kind of becoming more commonplace so yeah I guess showing stressful homes, stressful Stress, situations. Yes, we've, we've actually evolved in a big way. Um, and I had to put an end to that, even though it's like his favorite little movie. <laughs> um, Air Bud was another one. I know, I'm like going back. It's like, I'm telling you, he loves it. He's an old soul. Um, with the single mom, you know, that was just like in the little boy that's being bratty. And, I, you know, I, I times have changed. I'd like to think that. And I think that showing our kids more attention and, you know, it's not just with monetary things. But then I remember, too, raising Keyshawn, you know, I was working at Flow, as you know, working at Flow like every day, did about five live to airs a week. Um, and I sometimes right you, you were right with me. Crazy. Remember? Oh, do you remember the Mary J. Blige concert we went to? <laughs> Barely. <laughs> that's that's so how much fun we had. And you, we had yeah, and Nova still looks great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I remember, you know, like times where I was like, okay, I'll get him a new cell phone. I'll do this. Mommy, he was always like working, like hustling, doing little, you know, dog walking things. But now looking back, I really realized that I really was, you know, I did the best that I could do at the time. That's it. Um, but I was a young mom too. And I was trying to juggle, let's just say way too much. You were a lot. A yeah, lot. It, it was, was a lot. Uh, it was a lot. Because you were trying, you know, when you're a young mom, you're still trying to have that social life. You're still trying to go to work. You're doing live to airs. You're doing this. You're doing that. Um, and so my advice to single moms and to young moms is be more gentle with yourself and realize that you do have the power of choice and you have the power 
you know you have the power and one thing that I the one thing that I do regret is I allowed other factors I remember like friends or family members saying you know trying to tell me about my parenting and right now that would never fly I'd be like you need to stop or you need to leave like it wouldn't happen that way okay so what's the difference now the difference now is I trust myself more there we go right so my question to you is what would be a way to I guess how when it comes to raising kids um, besides trusting ourselves what are some other tips that you can suggest like when it comes to you know uh, raising good kids I would say and you and you stress like new moms and single new moms. moms yeah so so it's not being the mom that is the newness it's the circumstance so right. it's like okay I've never done this before so give yourself the latitude and permission to just be like I've never done this before mm-hmm. like just give yourself a break and be like okay I've never done this before like kind of surrender to the process I'm doing the best and then assess it accordingly again these those quiet moments where like you're walking with the stroller or you're in the tub or that extra long shower like work what's working like okay what's working here what's affirming here How, everything went great today what did I do different everything went to shit today what did I miss and just like get grade your accordingly not to judge yourself but just to make it easier for later but give yourself the latitude of I've never done this before so yeah someone someone's plying you when you're having a baby or when I'm having twins everyone and their mothers giving you advice but then again consider the source I got lots of advice and guidance from my mother-in-law and that's helpful but she's never had daughters and she never had twins and she never had an emergency c-section so perhaps I can take what you're saying with a grain and salt but I can also trust the fact that I've got some experience you don't have. It's about it's getting for myself. It was getting in the habit of having those self-talk conversations and carving out the time to do so. Otherwise, I'm just reacting to the stress of the change, either being on my own or being with uh, being a single parent, or I'm just being swayed by everyone else's opinion, and that is going to knock you down at some point. So you've got to build a foundation of self all the time and just trial and error but you can give your like just be easy and know like you've never done this before you're doing your best and if it doesn't work out like it's okay to change your mind right and it all comes back to trusting yourself and self-love so some takeaways for self-love like what are some major key takeaways that you would like us to know you have to absolutely have to prioritize self-care Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's a priority. It's not a waste of time. It's not pampering. It's not a luxury. It's not selfish. It's daily maintenance. You brush your teeth. You eat food. You bathe your skin. You do something for yourself constantly every day. Small things every day. Try and make a point of doing at least three things a day for yourself. It can take less than five minutes, even if it's breath work. I really need you to prioritize it, to absolutely prioritize self-care. Two, I would say um, have a sacred space. Everybody mm-hmm. needs like a place to go, but not everybody has the time and resources to get on a plane and go to vacation. And then your problems are right here when you come back. So I'd say to have a sacred space in the home and outside of the home. If part of my routine is like, there's a place like by the Humber River, I like to go and I can just veg out after mm-hmm. I drop off the girls from school. I can go there, collect my thoughts, be alone for a minute, kind of like slough off whatever stresses I have. And then I'm going back into the house with like a clear mind. 
I, I want to be my intentions clear my work people I'm talking to so I would say have a have a place to go for what I call intentional solitude so it's like a special spot where I journal where I kind of do my personal development where I'm reading my books and things like this is the time just for that and a place to go outside of the, the house where you need to cry or vent or just just to be alone have somewhere for that um, that's very very helpful uh, just to getting listening to yourself so prioritizing self-care having a sacred space and uh, just being very I'd say selective as to the people who are, you are around mm-hmm. again your time and your energy is finite so if things aren't reciprocal if you aren't getting back what you are putting in just be aware of it Right. Just be aware of that and don't be afraid to distance yourself from the disappointment if that's what you're met with again and again and again. Ooh, that yeah. is a good one. Move. Family and friends. If it's Family disappointing you, move away from it time well, and time again. Don't well, put yourself back for hurt and pain. Yeah, yeah ex- but it's I did that a lot when I was younger with family. That's right. what it is, though. It's expectations lead to disappointment. Right. So expectations and attachment of like, well, this person should make me feel good or I have, I have this and I should feel better now. That's not real again it's temporary so expectations lead to disappointment check your expectations and to do that be alone and trust yourself and listen to yourself and recalibrate like reassess your values again and again and again what's important to you now what matters to you now what are the priorities now in in winter in summer uh at this birthday in this milestone mm-hmm. this new year's check and in every season check in every with season with your clothing with your house with everything that's the empty expired garbage right. keep purging keep keep it cyclical old things like out you, you get something new in put something old out new love comes in your life then delete them exits <laughs> you get new clothes you want a shopping spree oh, toss out the ones that don't fit the exes one day we gotta do a show about that no we do not <laughs> <laughs> no here's, we don't here's bye bye here's my last question to you what is your uh, uh, your morning uh, facial regime like oh. what do you do what, what the heck you been doing though I know I look like I'm you can't see me but I look, look like I'm 15 um, yeah and skin be looking smooth mashallah you know what it is girl? it's uh it's water and sunscreen number uh-huh. one i drink a copious amounts of water and right. it's honestly honestly it's having a good mind i've been practicing meditation since 2005 and being mm-hmm. up late crying uh, smoking drinking your head down feeling down wow. will, will, will age you will age you will, and meditation it, it like sees you people see on your face stress on your face you look stressed you look tired you don't look like yourself you do and there's a times like you know there's times in your life that will wear but if you respond to every problem in that same way you're gonna after time Jesus, 10, 15, are you talking about 20 years you know, look at myself in the mirror just stop it right 10 15 20 years right, right. like it'll it'll take a toll if it every will. time you deal with it the same way so my thing is like deal with it before it deals with you so i deal with my shit my life is not yeah. perfect at all you but do I, not skip on the moisturizer and the water no no and i try and like not wear makeup a lot i think that's yeah maybe, that's, that might that's, be it too. that's good too yeah um well thank you that's my beauty tip there's your beauty mind. tip. <laughs> have a good mind. Have a good mind. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, drama. Keep you beautiful. Inside out beauty. That's what I like it is. that. Yeah. I like that. Well, you're definitely shining today. I, I really appreciate this chat. We have to talk about meditation another time. Sure. Like some tips and Happily. to really go in on it. Um, but the self-love talk I love. So if anybody wants to get in touch with you, how can they do so? Your Instagram, also your client services, let them know. You find me. I'm everywhere uh, on social media. It's but. I love me more. So at, <laughs> at 
But I love me more. Sorry. No, it's a line from the Sex and the City. So. It's so cute. It's when, it's remember, cute. Samantha lost herself in the relationship with Richard. And oh, so Richard. Got, that's what it was. She, F and Richard. She, right? Big dick. And so she got <laughs> she got totally lost. And when she when she realized she was lost, she right. said, "I, you know what, Richard, I love you, but I love me more. And that's what it is. It's having a standard. It's making the choice to love yourself. And we not should talk about, about that. It. The intuition. When she saw him and she, she ran up like a million flights yes, of stairs the at the hotel. Song. And she was like, where is she? Where is she? Yep. And then after he was like, you're crazy, honey. I love you. Mm-hmm. She closes the door and she sees the maid walk by like, like she just did him. You already Her know. intuition. You she knew already, You already know. Yeah. You already you know. You already know. So I, I'm just a simple aff- affirming of that. And just, So they can contact you through... So Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, I'm everywhere on social media at But I Love Me More. My website's NovaBrowningRutherford.com. Um, I'm a wellness expert on CTVs and social. You can find me regularly there. And I'm a speaker with the National Speakers Bureau, so you can find me there. Amazing. Bum, bum. And of course, I will post it for you on my IG, Red in Da City, D-A City. Uh, thank you so much, Nova. I wanted to end this with a red soul tip of the day. It's very short and sweet, and I like this one. It says, at any given moment, you have the power to say, this is not how the story is going to end. And the power of choice is so important. We all have it. And I, re- I wish I realized that when I was younger. But hey, it's never too late to, to realize. So I hope it helped. Thank you so much to my sponsor. I love you, my ladies at Six Degrees Studios on Danforth. I will see you soon. Lashes, extensions, they got it all. Six Degrees Studios, go and check them out. And thank you, Nova. I love Welcome. you, girl. Love you. Long Hopefully, time. I don't have to call you another day. Like, you know, I'm always here. <laughs>